In the Old Testament, for those of you who don't know, hopefully you know, but if you don't know, it is in the Old Testament. It is not a book that is often preached from. It is a what we consider one of the minor prophets. I don't know why we consider it a minor prophet other than the fact it's just a shorter book because really there is no prophet of God that is minor. Amen. Zephaniah chapter 1. And I'm going to read the first part of verse number 14. The great day of the Lord is near. Anytime we go to Scripture and it speaks prophetically of the great day of the Lord, it refers to the return of Jesus Christ and the subsequent wrath that will be poured out. So Zephaniah is prophesying that the great day of the Lord is near. It is near and hasteth or it's coming quickly. Even the voice of the day of the Lord, the great day of the Lord is near and it is coming quickly. Let's set our Bibles down. Close our eyes. Lift our voices. And let's pray. Lord, in the name of... up the foul ground of their heart to receive. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Some made preparation for what was coming. Stores were quickly emptied of all necessities. They stood in long lines to buy water, food, bread, and gasoline until there was nothing more available. Many heard the warning and moved from unsafe areas and 
sought safety in hotels or with family and friends far away from the danger zone. There were no more vacancies for miles around as the refugees from the lowlands poured out of the city to escape the wrath of the storm. Only a fool would have ignored the warning. Only a fool would not have prepared for what was coming. The warning came days in advance. There was plenty of time to respond. There was time to make the right decision. For days, they watched the hurricane track from the Caribbean across the tip of Florida and into the central Gulf of Mexico. Anyone who didn't know of its coming was simply out of touch with reality. The news of this incoming storm was everywhere. The news of the storm was on every TV channel. And it could be heard of on every radio station. The news of the storm was on the lips of everybody in the Gulf Coast. You couldn't hear a conversation that didn't speak of the coming storm. They had plenty of time to prepare. The storm was on the horizon. And without question, it would make a catastrophic landfall. Everyone heard the warning. It was everywhere. Longtime residents heard the warning. The new residents heard the warning. Vacationers heard the warning. The young heard the warning. The old heard the warning. And the warning was clear. There is a storm coming on the horizon. The fact is that when the call went out to prepare for the storm on the horizon, there were some who chose to heed the call and find safety. But reality is not everyone listened to the warnings. Some chose to ignore the call. Others chose not to believe that there was any real danger. But regardless of the choice they made, the storm still came. On August 23rd, 2005, Hurricane Katrina formed in the Atlantic Ocean as a tropical depression. And in less than a week became a Category 4 hurricane. When Katrina made landfall on August 28, 2005, near New Orleans on the U.S. Gulf Coast, it brought widespread destruction and flooding with a storm surge that reached 26 feet. It became the costliest and deadliest hurricane in recent history, causing, costing more than $106 billion in damage. It spawned 62 
tornadoes in eight different states and it took over 1,200, needlessly took over 1,200 lives. Why? Because they had warning that there was a storm on the horizon. I'm here to tell you the Holy Ghost this morning, young and old, new saints of God, pillars of the church, male, female, I don't care who you are, I'm here to tell you in the Holy Ghost this morning, there is another storm on the horizon. I said there's another storm on the horizon. It's a storm that is vastly more dangerous than a hurricane. It is a storm that is far greater than any storm that nature could ever bring. It's a storm that will not turn away or weaken in its intensity. There is a storm on the horizon. We read about it in Zephaniah chapter 1 verse number 14 and I'm going to read to you the prophecy of Zephaniah. He said in verse number 14, the great day of the Lord is near, it is near and it is coming quickly. Even the voice of the day of the Lord, thy mighty man shall cry bitterly. That day is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of the trumpet and alarm against the fenced cities and against the high towers. I will bring distress upon men and they shall walk like blind men because they have sinned against the Lord." And their blood shall be poured out as dust, their flesh as dung. Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath. But the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of his jealousy. For he shall make even a speedy riddance of all them that dwell in the land. Zephaniah is making it very clear. He is describing the greatest storm to ever hit mankind since the Genesis flood. There is a storm, ladies and gentlemen, that is on the horizon. It's not a storm of nature, though nature will definitely be affected by it. But it's a storm of God's wrath and judgment that will be poured out upon a sinful world. There is a storm coming on the horizon. Yet, our God is merciful. I said, though he's going to pour out his wrath and his judgment in the last days, our God is merciful merciful. He has set in place a vast number of warnings that the storm is coming. He doesn't want anyone to be caught by surprise. And so he warns us that there's a storm on the horizon. He doesn't want anyone to fall victim to the wrath and judgment. And so he has warned us there is a storm on the horizon. Peter says it in his word of chapter 3, verse number 9 of 2 Peter. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness. But he is patient to us. Not willing that any should perish. But that all should come to repentance. He has given us 
ample time and warning that there is a storm coming and it's not his will that any of us get caught in the storm. It's not God's will that any of us succumb to the storm on the horizon. And so he has given us storm warnings in advance. He has given us over the eons of time ample warning that there is a storm coming, that the end is coming, that there's going to be wrath and there's going to be judgment, but yet God in the meantime is going to be merciful. Since the beginning of time, mankind has received warning on top of warnings of the approaching storms of judgment and destruction. What's coming on the horizon should not be a surprise to anyone who has heard the preaching and the teaching of the word of God. It should not come to a surprise to anyone who has read the Bible, who's been around the church for any amount of time. Since the beginning, mankind has received warnings. Jesus spoke much of the storm on the horizon in conversation with his disciples. In Matthew chapter 24, starting with verse number 37, Jesus said to his disciples, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then then shall two be in the field. Then one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. As in the days of Noah, so will it be in the days of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he continues to speak with his disciples in Luke chapter 21, verse number 6. He says, these things which you see, they ask the question, Lord, how do we know the signs of your coming? How do we know that the end is drawing near? And so Jesus gives them their warning. These things which you see, the days will come in which not one stone shall be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. So they asked him, saying, Teacher, when will these things be? And what is the sign that these things are going to take place? And Jesus said, Take heed that you're not deceived. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has drawn near. Therefore, do not go after them. But when you hear of wars and commotions... Do not be terrified, for these things must come to pass, but the end is not immediate. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There's going to be great earthquakes in various places and famines and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. But before all these things, There will be great persecution. They will lay hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to synagogues and prisons. You'll be brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. I'm here to tell you this morning, church, that there is a storm on the horizon. 
I said there is a storm on the horizon. Paul echoed Jesus' teachings in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 2 and 3. He says, For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Paul wrote to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 1. He says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. I'm telling you this morning in the Holy Ghost, there have been ample warnings. The warnings have been given to you in plenty of time. And yet, nobody's made a decision. Warnings have been given in plenty of time. The good news is simply this, there is still yet a little time to escape the storm on the horizon, but we have to get ready. We have to watch for the clouds to gather and the winds to blow. We have to watch for the incoming rain. We need to be aware of the signs of the times. We need to be aware of the signs of the storm that's coming. We must watch and wait until the Redeemer brings us to a place where we will be safe from the storm. Jesus said to watch, for we do not know the day or the hour in which he is coming. And he is coming again for his church. We're closer to the rapture than we've ever been. I said we're closer to the coming of the Lord than we've ever been. I can see the storm clouds on the horizon. I can feel the wind picking up in the atmosphere. I'm starting to feel the raindrops of an incoming storm. Jesus is coming soon. He is coming soon and he's coming for his church. The Bible says that he shall descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of an archangel with the trump of God. And in a twinkling of an eye, we're going to be caught away. And then the wrath and judgment comes. And those who aren't watching and those who aren't waiting and those who aren't preparing themselves will miss it. And they will be left behind to face the storm. There is a storm on the horizon. I said there's a storm on the horizon. The sirens have been sounding. The warnings have been going out. And there are some who have listened to the warnings. There are some who have taken it seriously and prepared to escape the incoming storm. But there are others. There are others who have ignored the warning, have not taken the preparations. Those who listened to what the Spirit is saying to the church in this hour, have begun to take preparations for the storm, because there's a storm on the horizon, and it's coming, whether we like it or not. We need to be ready for the storm. And preparation is the order of the hour. Preparation for storms begin with a base knowledge that you have an understanding that the storm is 
coming. We've got to know that there is a storm coming. How do we know, Pastor, that there's a storm? How do we know what's on the way? It's in the Word of God. And God has given you a pastor in your life to give you a warning that time is short and time is critical and the storm is just on the horizon and we can see the dark clouds. The waves are picking up. The winds are picking up. The word of God said, here's the signs of my coming. Here are the signs of the storm. Be watchful and be ready. Preparation begins with knowing that there's a storm coming. And I'm here to be a voice from the Lord to tell you there is a storm on the horizon. Not only do we need to know that there's a storm coming, we've got to know the source of salvation from the storm. And we discover that source in prayer and in worship. We discover that source of salvation in the word of God. We know the source of salvation that will deliver us from the storm. He orders our steps. He is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. He's the light in darkness. When darkness comes upon us, he is the light to bring us through. Jesus Christ is the salvation from our storm. Preparation is the order of the hour. We've got to know what to do to make ourselves ready for the rescue from the storm. We need to understand that God has a process for us. He has made a way of escape for us. We've got to warn others and help them escape the storm. Avoiding the storm is only as good as our preparation. Salvation from the storm is only as good as our preparation. Simple knowledge that the storm is coming is not enough to deliver us from the destruction of the storm. Avoiding the storm is as good as our preparation is. So stop waiting around to see if the storm is going to hit because I'm here to tell you in the spirit, the storm is coming. Stop lollygagging. Stop dragging your feet. Stop playing church. Stop playing with God's emotions. We need to be ready. There's a storm coming. There were some in New Orleans, Louisiana who chose to heed the storm and obey the call to evacuate prior to Hurricane Katrina unleashing her wrath on the Gulf Coast. Some didn't sit idly by and be caught unaware and unprepared. Some of them heard and listened to the storm warning. Some of them believed 
the report. And they made preparations and made a decision to do whatever was necessary to survive the storm. But there were others who heard the same warning. Others who had the same opportunity. There were those who didn't listen to the warnings of the storm of the horizon. And they paid for it with their lives. The Lord has given us fair and ample warning of what is coming. The Lord has painted a bleak picture of what is coming. But in his mercy, he's made a way of escape. Watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. He's made a way of escape. He's provided a way of salvation from the storm that is coming on the horizon. The book of Hebrews chapter 2 verse number 1 says, Therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard unless lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proves steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? Said, How shall we escape If we don't heed the warning and if we don't listen and walk the escape route that has been laid before us, how shall we escape the incoming storm if we neglect the salvation that the Lord has brought? Some believed the report and they were saved from the storm. Others didn't believe the report and they paid for it with their lives. We need to believe the report of the Lord today. I said we need to believe what the Lord is saying today. And he's sending a warning out to the church. He's sending warnings out to this world that there is a storm coming. That he's coming soon. And after he comes and takes away the believers that have been born again of water and spirit, there's going to be a storm to hit this world of wrath and destruction. The, the report of the Lord says this I've made a way of escape for you Isaiah asked the question prophetically who has believed a report and who has believed the report to him is the arm of the Lord revealed 
to him and to her that has believed the report of the Lord, the arm of salvation is given. And I wonder as the music comes today, how many will not heed the warning? I wonder how many will not believe the report. I wonder how many in this place today are not going to listen to the clarion call of the Spirit and not listen to the reports of the incoming storm and be lost for all eternity. This isn't a storm that's just going to pass over, but this is a storm of wrath and destruction. And heeding the call and heeding the warning has eternal consequences there's a storm on the horizon I'm not trying to be a doom and gloom preacher today but what I am trying to do is to preach truth and love what I am trying to do is get you to understand that Jesus is coming I'm trying to get you to understand that the end is drawing near no I do not know the day I do not know the hour that the son of man is going to come but I can see the storm on the horizon I can see the signs of what's coming I can feel it in the atmosphere I can feel it like fire shut up in my bones that something is getting ready to happen So I am doing my due diligence as a pastor, as the watchman on the wall for your soul to let you know that it's time to stop dragging your feet. It's time to stop ignoring the warnings and the conviction of the Spirit that you have brushed away so easily. The Lord is merciful and He's reaching for you, but there will come a time when the Spirit will no longer strive with you and you'll be left to your own devices and the way of mankind leadeth nowhere but destruction. I love you. That is why I preach like I do. I don't want to see anyone lost. And so when you leave this service this morning and go back to your TV sets, your radios, your internet, your social media, whatever source of information you choose to use, and you see and you hear and you read about the storm on the horizon and the signs of his coming are prevalent and evidence you're going to be faced with a choice will you believe the report of the impending storm on the horizon Or will you choose to ignore the warnings? As we all stand in this place, and as we open up our hearts to be sensitive to the Spirit, I will tell you there is not 
a lot of time left. And the storm is almost here. And whether you believe the report or not is up to you. I'm simply just a voice of the Lord broadcasting the news that a a storm is coming and you need to get to safety. This is a storm that cannot be compared to any storm of nature in power and in intensity. This is a storm that cannot be compared to any socio-political storm we've endured as a nation. The storm cannot be compared to a spiritual storm we have ever faced as an individual or as a church. It's a storm that will bring judgment upon every heart of every man and every woman remaining on the earth after the rapture of the church and none I said none will escape its power don't wait I said don't wait until the storm falls on you Because when the storm hits, it'll be too late to run for cover. When the storm comes, it'll be too late to prepare and find safety. When the storm comes, there will be no place to hide. Everyone under the sound of my voice know this. There is a storm on the horizon. And the signs of this impending storm are irrefutably evident. Are you listening to the voice of the Lord that's crying? There's a storm on the horizon. I said there's a storm on the horizon. And Jesus is the only way of escape. Jesus is your only refuge in time of trouble and in time of storm. Jesus is the only way of escape from the storm that's on the horizon. And He has made a way of salvation for you this morning. You don't have to face the storm head on. You can be brought out of the path of the storm and you can be called away with the church before the wrath and judgment of the end times come all you need to do is heed the voice of the Lord and to believe the report that if you repent of your sins and you are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of those sins and you're filled with the spirit of God and you give your life over to him how How can we neglect such a great salvation that's been offered to us? When there's a storm on the horizon, 
I'm here to tell you this morning, God is calling. God is reaching. Is there anybody willing to come and say, God, I need your salvation. Lord, I need a way of escape. Is there anybody willing to reach out to him right now? Anybody willing to reach out to him right now? There's a storm coming. There's a storm coming. The storm is on the horizon. And you need Jesus to save you. Oh, ha.